0: What's negotiable with your kids? What do they get to decide? What do they get a say in? Maybe it's what they eat, maybe it's what they wear. And what is non-negotiable? Depending on the age of your children, it might be a little bit different. Obviously, you know, when they're five, it's going to be different than when they're 15. If they're teenagers, maybe their curfew is non-negotiable. Maybe certain boundaries about who they spend their time with, or which friends they're allowed to spend the night with. Maybe those are non-negotiables for you. Maybe they don't get to decide those things, right? And why do you establish these clear boundaries for them? It's because you know from experience, right, from your teenage years, the trouble that they might get into or how naive they might be. You know some of the things that they might be subject to that might not lead to the best decisions for who you want them to be able to become. So your higher brain is driving your decisions of how to parent them. And, you know, there could also be some fear, but let's just assume for sake of argument that it's mostly coming from a desire for them to be able to live a full, rich life, stay safe and be all that they can be. Right now, who is doing that for us? Who's doing that for you? And so we're the only ones that can do that for ourselves as adults. We are in charge of our own lives. We make our own decisions. Now, I also probably, you know, this about me, but I also rely heavily on the Holy Spirit for myself. I listen to guidance from other believers, but ultimately, I'm the one that makes the final decision, right? I'm the one that taps into what I know to be best for myself. I'm the one that's responsible for gaining access to my higher brain so that I can choose the best for myself from that place of, you know, my higher self and what's truly best for me rather than what feels best in the moment. So we're the only ones that can truly do that for ourselves. And we're the only ones that know what's best for ourselves. So when that voice in your head, that critic, that judge pops up and wants to run your life, run your decisions from that place of fear or insecurity, it's not the equivalent of the parent that's talking. It's not the The parent, the higher brain that's speaking up, it's not the voice of reason. It's not the voice of responsibility and love. From wanting you to become your best self and wanting you to live a full, rich life. It's the equivalent of the child or the teenager. It's the voice of emotions that's speaking up. It's the emotions of fear, doubt, insecurity, maybe inadequacy, judgment, or fear of judgment, right? Of what could go wrong or what you could feel as a result of things going, quote, wrong, right? So it's, you know, the fear of mistakes. And so when I'm talking about emotions, Jeremiah 17, uh, verses nine and 10, from the message puts it this week, this way, the heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful, a puzzle that no one can figure out. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are and not as they pretend to be. So because the heart is the emotions and emotions come from thoughts and thoughts are not always helpful to believe. And that's why we should take all thoughts captive. So that's why the first step of my Master Your Money Mindset foundation process is to detect and expose money lies. And a money lie is just any belief that leads you away from who you are, who you truly are, who you're meant to be, the impact that you're meant to have, and the money you're meant to make. That's all a money lie is. It's a limiting belief. And it doesn't matter if it feels true. That's not what makes it a money lie. What makes it a money lie is its impact on you. So would it serve you best? This is the question that you can think to ask yourself, is this a money lie? Would it serve you best if it was the truth or if it was a lie? That's really the indicator that I use. And so here's an example that I like to think about it's not working is that would it serve me best if that was a lie or if that was the truth now it seemed like it seems like that it's not working is based on fact right it seems like we could have measurable ways to see if that's true or not but it's not working is an interpretation of whatever data that you're gathering so one way you can know if it's serving you is how does it make you feel when you believe it's not working. Now, if it makes you feel confused, or discouraged, or defeated, then you can think about how does feeling that way, what does that Feeling that way lead to? Does it lead to spinning or questioning yourself or judging yourself or complaining or hiding or spiraling into shame, comparison or despair? And what happens when you do that? What happens when I do that is I don't figure out what works and what doesn't. I don't figure out or decide what to change. I don't question the belief that it's not working. I don't Question the data, right? Maybe there's something wrong with the data. How can I know that? How can I check that? What specifically is not working? What's working? Why is it working? What's not working? Why is it not working? How do I know it's working or not working? What am I measuring that tells me that? What could I change? What else might work? And instead of asking all of those questions, then we make it about us you know, what does it mean when it's not working? It could just mean it's not working. It doesn't have to be a problem. It could just mean it's not working yet. Maybe we haven't given it enough time. Maybe we haven't put in enough data. Maybe there's not enough offers to know if it's not working. Um, So what? Now what? Now what do we do next? So the money lie could be that it's not working, right? And that's not that's not necessarily serving us unless we're looking at it from a perspective of what is the data telling us that it's not working and, and what are we doing about it? So it goes to how it feels, how it makes you feel. Maybe if it makes you feel curious, it's not working. Oh, I wonder why. If it feels curious and you go and figure out what's not working and you do all ask all of those questions... Then yeah, that's not a money lie. It's just data. It's it's discerning the data rather than judging the data. It's making it mean something about what's not working instead of making it mean something about you. So, um, because you know, if you if you think it's not working then you know, sometimes we can't always know that it's not working because often people are impacted by your work without you even knowing that they've been impacted. Sometimes you don't even get that feedback. So what is your definition of not working? You get to decide that. But the money lie you're believing might not even necessarily be that it's not working, right? Maybe the money lie is whatever you're making it not working mean, look at what you're making it's not working mean are you making it mean it's not working and so it will never work that's very discouraging that feels very defeating maybe you're making it mean i must not know what i'm doing that makes it that makes me feel inadequate right i must not know what i'm doing and maybe i think that i can't fix that problem right i must be doing it wrong and maybe i don't know how maybe I don't know how to do it right. Maybe I think I never do it right. Maybe I think I always am doing it wrong. Maybe I believe I'll never figure it out, right? None of those are going to lead to an emotion that fuel you to the results of doing it right. And those are all potential money lies that you can build awareness around. So you can start to scrutinize them and, and find the real truth. The truth that will set you free from that lie and no longer hold you captive to the results that that lie has, leading, has been leading you to. So that's what we do in my group, Foundation to Master Your Money Mindset. And I help you detect and expose money lies just like this and then walk you through and coach you through the master process that leads you to see who you truly are and who you can be without the money lies that you might be believing like it's not working and I'm the problem right I help you make decisions in your business from a place of clarity from a place of freedom from a place of truth and that puts you in a position of power just like you're in a position of power as the parent directing your children to what's best for them and enrollment in my foundation to master your money mindset Uh, group program is open right now and we get started March 22nd. And I can't wait because all of the money lies that we get to uncover in this group just mean that more coaches will be um, setting themselves free, learning the truth and going out there and helping more people and getting more done and making more money, right? Because they're not believing the lies that keep them from doing that. So just go to joelwrightcoaching.com and sign up and use the promo code BONUS to get a free one-on-one session with me plus $100 off the price of the program. You'll also get a free book when you sign up and you can choose from my book, Money Lies, or one of my other favorites, and I'll have a list for you to choose from. If this isn't for you, if this isn't something that you need, if, if you don't find that you need to improve your results in your business, you don't need to unlimit your thinking, but you know someone that does want to unlimit their thinking, does want to... Uh, get rid of limited thinking that's limiting their business, then DM me to get your personalized code and the code that I give you will get them $100 off and it will give you a $100 gift card when they sign up for the Foundation to Master Your Money Mindset program. So I am so excited about this. I'm so excited to get started March 22nd. I'm so excited to meet the women that will be in that group because the the groups that I've done, you know, the women all support each other and they're just so compassionate and loving on each other. And they just, you know, they, they stand up and they have courage and they are brave about talking about their money stories, which really helps everyone in the group. So I can't wait to see you and I can't wait to meet you and I can't wait to set you free from the money lies.